0: This episode is sponsored by Neuro. Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over?
1: Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing, means that you can reach
0: the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focused without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel
1: body and mind, stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's try-n-e-u-r-o gum slash potential.
0: Once again, that's tryneurogumcom slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential.
1: Potential. The latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and Joe my co-host and my co host and fellow student at Godolkin University, Chris Dewar. Today's episode reviewing the superhero television series Gen V. This was developed by Rosenberg, Goldberg, and Kripke, uh, serving as a spin off to The Boys, also by Kripke. Uh, based on the boys comic book story arc. We got to go now. So, uh, you know, Chris and I huge fans of the boys. It was announced that they were going to be doing a spinoff of focusing on a younger group of superheroes and more kind of a teen drama, but with the same kind of, uh, boys theme, uh, bloody good time that we're used to and would be connecting to the overall tissue of the boys universe. So, um, there's a lot to talk about this, not only for this first inaugural season, but also how it's going to connect to season four of The Boys. So there will be some spoilers. Spoiler warning. So you've been warned. Uh, if you have not watched this or watched any of The Boys, you might want to go back, rewatch it all. Uh, give us a brief synopsis of Gen V.
0: So Gen V, we follow, yes, Gadolkin University School of Crime Fighting, where these young adult superheroes, or Supes as they're known in The Boys world, Put their moral boundaries to the test by competing for the university's top ranking and a chance to join the Seven. Of course, this is the high prize of, you know, the top elite of all superheroes. Of course, who is a uh, led by the ever maniacal Homelander uh, in the boys. But when the school's dark secrets come to light, they must decide to what kind of heroes they want to become. So, yeah, we you know, this coming out, I thought it was going to be an interesting, there's so much to the lore of the boys that although that show really falls the the kind of two opposite teams, if you will, we have our Vought superheroes and then we have the boys led by the butcher himself, you know, Carl Urban. There's got to be other facets of this world and kind of interesting to take it to a college level where it's like, well... You know, if there's different people that have these powers, how do they learn to maybe hone them? How to control them? And because so much of the boys is, unfortunately, just with our social media world, branding and popularity, that also goes into effect. And uh, as we all know from the boys, you know, several people, because of VOT gave their children the Gen V compound. Meaning that they would actually make their children become soups, most likely because they need it for money or for other needs. So it's kind of fun that we have this our our main character. We start with this terrible tragedy, and of course, very dark. It's it's the boy spinoff people. It's gonna happen. She gets like her first period and realizes her blood has this kind of superhero power. She ends up killing both of her parents, and that's kind of like the start of her journey. And then we flash forward to her in this college, and I thought her power was very unique. So this is Marie Moreau, played by Jasmine Claire. She's basically our our main lead. We have a we have like four or five of these young adult leads that kind of run the show, uh, and she's one of them. I thought she was fantastic in this. I think her power is very unique. You know, we've had we've had other blood popping uh <laughs> characters in the boys, and uh, she was I think a fun new addition because it is it kind of gave me a little vibes of like carnage in a way. Yeah. Um, But with blood, you know, which is kind of fun.
1: What is interesting too, is using the, the turn of, you know, in a time where you're still trying to figure out who you are, you know, anyone who goes to college is, you know, it's not just a time to like, you know, decide your future, but it's like, you're still kind of figuring yourself out no matter, you know, what you're majoring in or whatnot. And I like the idea of using these powers as a way to, you know, come to adolescence because everyone has a unique um, power that kind of is very interesting. I mean, with her, you know, you, she, you know, she has her powers, the offset of, you know, her going through puberty and that's a traumatic thing, an event and oh, these powers and killing my parents, you know, that's a little, you know, it's kind of traumatizing. You see some of these, you know, there's one character we talk about, like you, who, can swap genders. And especially in this day and age, you know, kind of identifying, you know, they, them, he, she, you know, and, and I think that's really unique. And then we have another one who, who to literally change, use their powers, they have to like um, binge and purge. And so it's like really, it's really interesting to see how they kind of use that. And I thought that was very clever where you have a lot of these kind of teen or these college dramas where a lot of these are the same kind of storylines, but to use it on the offset of the boys and, and how your powers can you know are very volatile. It was kind of really a, a smart way to do it, well yeah, they have this
0: this top ten ranking at the school. And of course, if you're on the top ten, you're you're like kings of the kingdom. you're very yeah popular. and you're
1: possibly in line to join the seven or to be a proper superhero, yeah. and one of
0: our you know main uh, number one people is golden boy played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's Arnold's son in here. And um Golden Boy, he's he's got very similar powers to he's kind of like a mini homelander in a way. He can do like gold laser and he can be very strong and everything. But we notice that something's very off about him. And this is where we start to get the dark turn of like something's going on in the school. And um he commits suicide in the first episode. Um, he's definitely one of these characters that, very similar to Homelander, everyone says, like, you can't really kill him. So it's like, how did he die? He killed himself. He, like, used a lot of power. He super himself in the sky. And in true boy's fashion, there's blood and guts everywhere. Uh, this season definitely did not uh, fall short in the boy's fashion of having tons of blood and gore. But this, you know, even the name Golden Boy, it's it's also like a, you know, a remark for like what he actually was at the school he was the guy his best friend played by chance perdomo we have andre anderson who he has magnetic manipulation capabilities he's definitely just torn in two because he has no clue why his best friend would have done this why he would have killed himself but he starts to, this mystery starts to unravel of the woods something about the woods and we find out that Golden Boy has a brother, Sam, and beneath the school is a secret lab. And his brother, Sam, has been held captive there for quite some time and has been tested on for who knows how long. And uh, definitely has, like, uber-strength powers that are, like, kind of crazy. Might be part because of his manipulation and what's been happening with his, you know, but he's kind of mentally now broken yeah um as you said we have yeah little cricket you know we had a small person in the boys but i agree that using something that many people deal with using a you know uh what's the term i'm my blanking on it like um, a, are you talking, like bulimia an eating disorder yeah eating disorder using like, an yeah. eating disorder as a way to that's how she either shrinks or at one point purges and eats a lot and then she can grow really tall kind of like it's like it's like the fun of ant-man but there's a real dark side to it you know yeah um i thought they gave her a lot of heart and there's a really interesting kind of storyline for her and then you finish it up with kate who has telepathic abilities um and i thought that was kind of interesting where she could just like touch you and be like you're
1: gonna do this and the person will go do it i mean like her trauma like I mean, she when she was a kid, her her brother's like, you need to go away and leave me alone forever or something. And then her brother just disappears. So like, there's that trauma. Like, oh my god, I made my br- you never never saw my brother again because of my power. So it is really um, it is really interesting. Like, I think they did a really good job fleshing out these characters. And then you know they're all they're all trying to really like. I just want to make it. I don't I don't really care what's going on. I want to make it to either be a superhero or something like that. And it was just. I like the idea that, you know, they're kind of like an unlikely band of, you know, a team that they're like, well, we got to work together. Cause you know, we're to quote uh, starlight um, from season one, I'm a fuck we're fucking superheroes. So we need to like, you know, use our powers.
0: Yeah. And I, I liked, it was definitely twists and turns throughout the season where they're, they're sometimes at, at odds with each other. Cause like, you know, even Marie is like, I don't know you people. I, I I've met you one time at a party And that night when Golden Boy kind of goes crazy, luckily for her, it is Jordan who's like steps up and fights him off as best he, she can. And Marie then is the one who is like seen as the hero. You know, everyone thinks that Marie is the one that killed Golden Boy to protect the school. And she rides that coattail, which that's right there in your integrity of like, seizing a chance to rise the ranks just because of the situation so I thought there was a lot of good turmoil between this group of friends that they're not always on the same side they always trust each other and even like Andre who his best friend was golden boy was Luke he starts sleeping with Kate who Kate was Luke's girlfriend we come to find out also he was sleeping with her before Luke killed himself but there's like a, you know a love triangle there and then at one point jordan and marie start hooking up um emma who's little cricket and sam start hooking up so i mean you have plenty of like intermingled relationships going on and of course because it's the boys we do have some fun naughty bits like at one point little cricket has to shrink down and basically just keep jumping on a guy's balls and that's what yeah. gets him off and you know <laughs> um And at one point, we have another character named Rufus who he can uh, kind of, he's got a really messed up, you know, he's a psychic, so he can kind of get you to a place where you do things, especially naughty things. And because Marie's starting to still, still figuring out her powers, at one point, he's basically naked in front of her and she starts to (laughs) increase his member larger than it should be. And it basically explodes. So we have a a dick explosion in the show. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you have all these college bits of, like, there's still humor in this because there's other characters, too, that are just, like, fun. Like, you know, down the hallway in the dorm, there's a guy who can blow ice. And so, like, they're they're sliding down the hallway, you know, people having sex, people partying. It has all the college, you know, hijinks you can, you know, want from a college kind of base show. Where it gets really messed up, where I was like, "What is the twist here? What is the thing? Like, why? What is this Woods Lab, and what is it? What, what
1: is the you know? Because anything that has to do with superheroes, there's always a dark underbelly uh, to what's going on. And that's so, where we
0: have uh, our Dean of Godolkin University, we have Shelly Con who plays Indira, and she's the one that's been developing something down the woods. And we come to find out, it is this. Super virus meant to kill soups. And there's a really horrific scene where we see this little cage, and there's like four superheroes in there, and they look like they have like melted skin and warts, and you know, they're definitely like really sick looking. And her assistant is like, you know, I I I didn't come here to like make some genocide device that's gonna kill all these soups, and she's like and what do you think is going to happen if you go to Vought and try to rat me out and say that, you know, I developed this, this virus that's going to kill all superheroes?
1: You know, she you find out that she's got a personal stake in it. And so she's like, oh, let's develop this virus that can only hurt soup. So it's like, OK, obviously, we already know some people that could really put that to good use. And um, we get a couple good cameos in this uh, series. We get uh, Ma- Grace Mallory comes back. And, you know, Shetty kind of makes a little deal with her, like, hey, I have this thing. And she's like, you know, wait, she's kind of like, you shouldn't have this. Like, you know, we're, we didn't have this conversation. Of course, she's like, keep, she calls someone, keeps tabs on her.
0: I like, I like, yeah, I like that she says, well, it'd be a war crime. Yeah. Like, obviously, there, there might be a way that we can both kind of get what we want. But this might be going too far. Um, and then we get Homelander coming in there's kind of a chaotic like insane battle at the end um a lot of people are fighting each other marie's protecting people marie gets a really cool moment where again i think she's really over the course of the whole season she's finding her powers she sees all these dead bodies and she's like well there's still blood in them and she like again it reminds me of carnage in a way she pulls a bunch of blood and is able to like shoot blood kind of like little daggers little like, like knives yeah. daggers yet in the and kill a guy but Homelander shows up I gotta tell you this show was good Anthony Starr is in this show for like 20 seconds <laughs> like not even like 30 seconds And that little bit was it just made me go god I just can't wait for the boy season four he's so good that even like in a 30 second moment He gives you everything you need about why he's so damn good as Homelander. It was great to see him. I wish we had longer. He breaks up the fight. And they, you know, again, because of Kate really finding out that she was working with Indira and therefore was an enemy. All this kind of crazy battles happening and her power, she was taking these pills to kind of Dole her down Mm -hmm. without those she i mean her eyes her eyes go blood red and she's able to make many people you know do what she wants her them to do by you know telling them and touching them marie gets to blow her hand off which that was that was pretty (laughs) intense i love how her hand gets blown off and then she kind of cries for like a you know a minute and then she's just like fine I was like, you should be in intense pain right now. Your hand just got blown off, but against the boys, yeah. you know, people have, you know, super immune uh, resistance, I guess. Yeah. But this whole crazy thing that happens on the campus, they spin it on the news that it was Sam and Kate, who are like now the heroes of Godokan, the guardians of Godokan University. And all our other main casts have been put away to some lab room where we don't know is this the woods part two we'll have to wait well
1: and here and here's the interesting thing we've seen she gets blasted by homelander which very few people survive a blast and i don't know how strong she is but there's a theory that potentially they're locked in uh, her mind prison and they're like because they're in a room that has no doors no windows so are they really you know, okay, because they seem pretty, you know, like, okay, but yeah, we're kind of left off where they're at. Another great little kind of callback is we get uh, Senator Newman here. We know her as the uh, head popping villain. And we realize she was the kind of sponsor who kind of helped Marie uh, get into university. And we find out that her head popping ability actually is the same blood. um, It's like chemokinetic power that Marie has. So and at the end, she ends up getting the only vials of this virus. And, you know, and then all the evidence is gone. So she leaves and we're left with them kind of locked up. The truth is not put out there. You know, Homelander's on this kind of rage where it's like um, he's like building kind of like his army where he's like, you know, it's all the, the superior humanity is weak and whatnot. So we're kind of left with that from last season in here. And we get another little cameo from our favorite uh, leader of the boys, uh, Billy. He goes and he's walking around the woods and looking at some evidence. So it'll be interesting to see where that's left off as was he was the call that Mallory made to like investigate this virus because he he could definitely uh, use this as their fight against Homelander.
0: Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see they have greenlit a second season. We have the boys season four coming up, first half, I assume, of twenty twenty four. And when you and I have talked how I don't think see I don't again, I don't I haven't read anything that season four is officially like the last season of the boys. I think maybe they can go to season five and then that will be the end. I'm not sure yet. I guess we'll see on the marketing, but like with a Gen V season two. I can't see them ending the boys and having this random Gen V season two. I feel like they'd have to have the boys season four Gen V season two. And then the boys season five wraps up all the stories. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go with all this. Um, You know, Marie having this blood power could be potentially something she could do against Homelander. But yes, with Billy out there looking for maybe a Hail Mary to end all this chaos. Maybe it's this
1: virus. And uh, yeah, and the showrunner Kripke was saying this is going to lead right into season four and season four is going to lead right into season two of Gen V as his hope is he's like, I don't want to kind of convolute. And this is the problem with some shows like we've seen with Marvel, where you try to connect everything. He's like, let's just kind of make it simple. So yeah, it'll be very interesting. Overall, you know, I, um, I think it's hard to compete with a show that kind of, really kind of broke the mold with this kind of storytelling. Um, although it's set in the same universe. I, I overall liked the characters. I love the effects. I always love just dipping that world and, and to have so many good cameos. I mean, we had, we had soldier boy, we had homelander, we had butcher. We had, oh we had all my these God, uh, which,
0: which. Hey, <laughs> it was Kate's imaginary friend in her mind. But that was a whole episode where like they're in their mind and reliving their trauma of their childhood. And he's just like, has <laughs> this whole bit where he's like, yeah, I'm her imaginary friend. I taught her how to masturbate, how to diddle that skittle. He does like six lines about that. I was cracking up. But yeah. I feel like if you're a fan of the boys, you will enjoy this show. It'll kind of give you what you need while you're waiting for the real dish. It's, it's a good app, you know, appetizer to what is the main course. Um, you're either going to like these characters or you're not. I mean, it does have some of that college kind of stereotypes and um, some of the dialogue can be a little cheesy because it is like, you know, these young adults talking about, oh yeah, you know, the patriarchy and and sex and, you know, fitting in. It has a lot of that vibe to it, but mm-hmm. it still gives you all the flavors of the boys in terms of comedy, in terms of action, in terms of gore, in terms of insanity. So yeah, I I enjoyed it. I was intrigued to see where it was going to go. It was the big twist. Um it's definitely not, you know, each boy season still outranks Gen V, but it's definitely not like a oh that they shouldn't have done this spinoff. I think it was a worthy spinoff and I'm intrigued to see where it's going to go. It could have a real big impact on the main storyline. So uh, what are you gonna rank Gen V?
1: I would say um overall for production value, the kind of creating its own identity, um, which is you know very fitting for the style of the show, but you know, yeah. connecting to the boys, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a 7.5. Like I said, it's not uh, mm. it's not uh, as you know, as as much as I enjoy the boys, I, I can't give it a solid eight out of ten, but you know, I'm excited to see where they go with it, and I'm excited to see how it connects to the boys for sure.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit at eight out of ten. Um, I think there's enough here to enjoy, but it's not gonna rise to nine or even ten out of ten, which sometimes the boys does. Um, yeah, it kind of falls in that seven point five to eight, depending on the episode. Some episodes are stronger than others, but it's just fun to kind of be back in this world with this lore and seeing uh, stories that connect to the main storyline and uh, where it's going to go. So, you can check out Gen V, the first season, and all three seasons of The Boys on Prime Video. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram
1: and Facebook at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or, you can email us